Hi there, this is Ronnie Shell, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, Here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. I am back with another edition of On Screen and Beyond. Seems like we were just here just a couple of days ago. Well, we were. And like I told you earlier, uh, the shows will be coming at you fast and furious. We'll be talking about some fast and furious news in the episode, so get ready for that. But anyways, uh, the episodes will be coming at you fast and furious because we are heading up to Behind the Golden Curtain event that is going to be happening in Rinda, California on May 26th through the 28th at the Rinda Theater. And uh, it's, you know, we're getting some of the people that are going to be there here on the show. And uh, we got a Get them all in. So uh, before that comes up, we'll hopefully get some more people. I'm, I'm not positive how many more we'll get, but we are going to get some. And uh, we will keep putting them out for you. So I hope you'll keep listening to On Screen or Beyond. Got some really interesting people here. We've had some, and it's going to continue. And this is episode 633, the show, of course, that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie, DVD releases, and streaming, and all that sort of stuff, and a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, Ronnie Shell is coming back to On Screen and Beyond. Now, uh, Ronnie was on the show back on episode 469, that's season 11. Now, if you uh, you should go back and listen to that one because uh, we're not going to talk about the same things on this episode. We'll probably hit a few things that uh, we've talked about before. Of course, he was in Gomer Pyle, uh, played Duke Slater, and he's done all kinds of voice work. Uh, he was in uh, starred in Good Morning World, and uh, like I say, voiceover work just too much to mention right now. But we'll get into that later on. Uh, he is going to be uh, at the Behind the Golden Curtain event, and uh, that is coming up, like I said, May 26th through the 28th. He was one of the guest stars on The Golden Girls, and he's going to talk about that. He's going to be at the event. He'll be there signing autographs and everything, so uh, be sure to check him out. Duke Slater, Ronnie Shell, coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. And I uh, want to remind you that if you have a suggestion for a guest, Email it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. Or if you uh, click on uh, the uh, Spotify for podcasts, you know, our little, you'll see all kinds of crazy letters and everything. That's where you can get the episode if you uh, go there. Uh, and when you get there, there's a thing that says, uh, I don't know the exact wording, but it's something like, you know, send voice message. So you can actually tell me your message and send it to me. Uh, it's just a few clicks and say what you have to say, and then it, it comes to me. So uh, that's one way you can do it, or you can email me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and uh, I will try to get it on. And maybe, you know, uh, if it's okay with you, you should tell me that <laughs> if you uh, do send a voice that you, uh, you know, just say that, you know, it's okay to use this on the air if you want, and uh, we might use it. Who knows? But uh, we... Uh, Appreciate you doing that. Also, be sure to subscribe to On Screen and Beyond 
And especially around this time when we've got so many episodes coming out and they're just coming right out, uh, you can get them automatically. You don't have to look and wonder, well, okay, he said that we were going to be doing more episodes. I wonder if it's today. Oh, not today. Oops, tomorrow. Oh, no, not tomorrow. Oh, there's one there. You know, and that type of thing where you're running around trying to figure out when they're coming. Just subscribe. That's all you got to do. It's free. And uh, just wherever you're doing your podcasts, whether it's Apple or Spotify or whatever, they'll usually have a button that says subscribe so you automatically get it. And uh, that's as simple as that. And it'll uh, make it easier for you. And also it helps us. And uh, if you do that, uh, we'd appreciate it if you could also do a little, uh, you know, uh, review and uh, it just takes a couple minutes, and most of these sites will let you do that, the podcast providers, and it helps put us uh, you know, more visible on whatever they're doing, their algorithms and all that crazy stuff and everything. So uh, that helps us out. Of course, tell a friend and also download every episode of On Screen and Beyond. That helps a lot too. We appreciate it so much. So thank you very much for uh, listening to On Screen or Beyond. Love having you here. Hope you had a great week. And what do you say? Let's get into it. It's time for remakes, sequels, and prequels on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remakes, sequels, and prequels. It looks like William Dafoe has been added to the cast of Beetlejuice 2. And Vin Diesel says a 12th Fast and Furious film will probably happen rather than the previous 11 that was going to make up the final film finale. But uh, now they're saying, well, maybe 12, you know, and, you know, between you and me, who knows? <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, well, maybe we'll do a 13th or a 14th or whatever. But they seem to just, you know, keep these things going. And uh, Dan Stevens uh, is wrapping up the sequel, Godzilla versus Kong, The New Empire. And he is now joining the secretive, untitled Universal Monster movie. So we'll see what happens with that one. And My Big Fat Greek Wedding 3 will arrive in theaters on September 8th. That's it for remakes, sequels, and prequels. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it's upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies, John Travolta and Katherine Heigl will star in a new rom-com called That's Amore. And Diane Lane and Kyle Chandler will lead a thriller called Anniversary. And Mark Wahlberg, look for him to star in Flight Risk. And the director will be Mel Gibson. That's it for upcoming new movies. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, movies and TV on DVD and streaming. Hi, Dawn Wells here, Mary Ann from Gilligan's Island. I'm on On Screen and Beyond. Don't you wish you were listening? Me too. Rescue me. Movies and TV on DVD and streaming. It looks like on May 26th on Shudder, you can see the social media thriller Influencer. And Surrounded will be available on digital on June 20th. May 23rd, The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet, the complete 11th and 12th season comes your way. And on July 25th, Superstore, the complete series lands on DVD. Moonhaven flies on to Blu-ray and DVD on July 18th. And on June 13th, Mayberry RFD, the complete series, comes to DVD. 
And that is it for movies and TV on DVD and streaming. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time. Well, ABC has canceled The Company You Keep after just one season, along with Big Sky and Alaska Daily. And Deidre Hall of Days of Our Lives Soap has made a milestone. She is celebrating 5,000 episodes, and she is the longest-running soap actress. And Lopez versus Lopez on NBC, well, that has been renewed for a second season. That's it for TV and entertainment time. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to sit down with Ronnie Shell, who played Duke Slater on Gomer Pyle USMC. He was the star of Good Morning World. A tremendous amount of voiceover work. He was a guest star on The Golden Girls, and he will be at the Behind the Golden Curtain event on May 26th through the 28th at the Orinda Theater in Orinda, California. Be sure to check that out. It's going to be a lot of fun, so uh, keep uh, keep an eye out on for that. And you can go to be, uh, BehindTheGoldenCurtain.com for more information and get tickets and everything else. So if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, it's going to be a lot of fun. Ronnie Shell next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Joining us today on On Screen and Beyond is an actor who has been in so many TV shows as a guest star. Just back in the 60s and 70s and 80s and 90s, he's been on everything. And even now he's still on shows. His voice over work includes Goober and the Ghost Chasers, uh, Battle of the Planets, the Smurfs, and more. And he is known mostly for his role as Duke Slater on Gomer Pyle USMC. And on May 26th through the 28th, he will be part of the Behind the Golden Curtain event at Orinda, California, at the Orinda Theater, celebrating the TV show of the Golden Girls, in which he was a guest star and in that show. It's Ronnie Shell. Ronnie, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Well, it's good being here and and good talking to you. I I want to say that uh, the reason that, uh, well, we could talk about uh, the Golden Girls because that's, I know the principal reason for this call. And so, uh go <laughs> okay i'm sorry yeah no no it's no. early here yes <laughs> but uh yeah we uh we're going to talk about as much as we can here in the short time we have because sure. uh, you know i mean you know you, you you've been in so many things we could go on for days i mean <laughs> trying that's to... true that's yeah. true but um so let's first off let's start out with uh you you have been a guest here at on screen to be on so i i would like people to go back and listen to the old episode and they can hear you talk about Gomer Pyle and, uh, uh-huh. uh, you know, Good Morning World and, and all the different things you had. And we'll talk a little bit about that today, too, but they could sure. go listen to that. But like you said, you are going to be at the Behind the Golden Curtain event at Orinda Theater in Orinda, California. I am looking forward to it because I was uh, uh, being from the Bay Area. Uh, I have a little history in that area and uh so i always go home it's like going home yeah have you ever been and, to the orinda theater uh actually I, i'm not sure possibly mm-hmm. uh yep. i did a promo for them yes yes a television promo for them not too long ago which which was pretty well received so 
I feel I'm I'm at home on it as a Rinda theater. Yeah, I, I know the area quite well, Lafayette and Orinda. Mm-hmm. I I grew up in uh, East Bay, city of Richmond, which is close yeah. by. So yeah, you just hop on the Bart and you're there. So <laughs> you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. So the Golden Girls, you. Mm-hmm made a guest appearance on there. Do you remember, do you have any memories, any fond memories of that episode? Yes. <laughs> you ready? Sure. <laughs> well, first of all, I was told that uh, B. Arthur was intimidating. Okay. Uh, so be careful. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you've heard of this before. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I was a little uh, uh, nervous when I appeared for the first reading around the table, you know, as we do when we're going to do a series. And uh, <laughs> unfortunately, the first thing she said to me was, you're not going to chew gum, are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that took me aback. I said, oh, no, no, no. And I pulled out the gum and threw it away. I said, that was my first meeting with B. Arthur. You're not going to chew gum, are you? <laughs> Scared me. Wow. So uh, uh, the script... Uh, as I recall, was about uh, three or four guys coming to the house and trying to uh, uh, buy a car because Rue was always looking for guys, right? Yes, yes. And and so uh, she was going to sell her car and wanted to get a lot of uh, guys to come in and, and you know try and buy it. <laughs> so I uh, <laughs> I I was one of the four guys and. Uh, when I got there, I, uh, I had some scenes with her and uh, everybody, and uh, and uh, uh, the script actually called for me, of all the guys that came to visit, to actually date Rue at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Well, this was about 20 years ago or 15 years ago, so I thought to myself, well, they're going to have to change that script because I'm much too young for her. <laughs> And <laughs> so we went through the whole week, and uh, by the end of the week, I dated Ruben Clanahan. That's how that's how it ended. Yeah. And uh, it was quite surprising, but uh, the intimidation lessened as the week went on. She was friendlier. Yeah. And uh, at the end, uh, uh, we uh, we go out. Mm-hmm. Now, I still think I was too young for her, but that's that's another story. <laughs> yeah, but her character in in the show was one that you know age didn't matter, young old no. didn't, didn't make any difference. <laughs> You're absolutely right, and uh, I, it was such a fun because I knew Betty White from way back, so we were, we were good friends, and so it was quite comfortable doing the show. Uh, it was just that one thing that I thought I. I was too young for B. Uh-huh. And by, oh, by the way, they also gave me some lifts because she was much taller than me. Oh, really? So, yes. So they, uh, the wardrobe department bought me, bought me, bought some lifts and I wore them during the, uh, during the show to make me taller. Huh. Now, we hear about that a lot where actors might be shorter than somebody else or somebody else is, is shorter and they want everybody who's tall to be shorter. So they, that's put true. them on a stool I, and everything. Is that common? Yeah. Uh, it was not for me so much. It's just that B was so tall. 
Mm -hmm. And uh, usually uh, girls that I dated on the shows that I did were a little shorter than me. But when it came to Rue, she was she was about six one, wasn't she? She was I, very tall. Yeah, I have no. As idea. I recall, it's, it's so deceiving as a as a onlooker of of the shows. You never can tell if somebody's actually you. You think they're tall, and then you see them in real life, and it's like, wow, they're shorter than I thought. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you're you're right. Uh, so many big stars were much smaller than than uh, you know they had the reputation for, like. Alan Ladd, I guess, was like five, uh, six or five, seven. And he, he played these heroes, though, and had big fights. I remember in the movie, uh, 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 what was the movie? Shane. Shane, okay, yeah. Yeah, you remember Shane? Yes. And he got in a fight with Ben Johnson. Well, Ben Johnson was going to violent, killed him because he was about six one and in great shape and everything like that. And but uh, if you watch Shane, he beats the crap out of Ed hmm. in the show. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember some some stories I've heard, and I can't remember which the which actor was that they used to build the set the door frames lower, so it would look like he was taller. Uh, I, I don't remember who hmm. that was though. I don't. It, it could have been. It could have been uh, Al Ladd. Yeah, I'm not Certainly, sure. It could have been Mickey Rooney. Mickey was very short. and But M Mickey never hit it, you know? Right. In the show, he was always shorter than a lot of his girlfriends and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I did a movie with him, too. Yeah, I was trying to think what the name of that was uh, when I said that. <laughs> um, it was, it was uh, uh, boy, my age is catching up with me well yeah but you've done remember. you've done so many shows how are you going to remember everything i mean really i, I did 18 <laughs> movies so that was one of them yeah yeah uh, and uh, uh it was uh the other fellow who, who later went on to stardom young kid it was his first movie i can't remember his name toby mcguire oh yes yeah spider-man it was toby mcguire's first movie yeah big movie yeah, and uh, I I did it uh, with uh, Lorraine Newman was my girlfriend, and uh, it was fun. Now, when you're working with, I mean, let's face it, Mickey Rooney was a, a very seasoned, you know, great actor, and yes. then you're working with Toby Maguire, who at that mm -hmm. time was you know newer and uh, just starting out. Yeah. yeah. So is how is it working with you know you're you're working in t with people who are at two ends of the spectrum there. Is it, That's right. Is it difficult? Well, it it didn't bother me. I, I, you know, if they were just starting out, I'd try to help them if I was asked, and uh, you know, contributed to their their uh, uh, starting their careers. And, uh, and Toby was a nice kid, and uh, Mickey Rooney, of course, was seasoned. Oh my God, he, yeah, <laughs> he was really. It's, <laughs> I have a sort of funny story about. Nicky Rudy, uh, I used to hang around him as much as possible because, you know, he had so many great Hollywood stories to tell. You know, mm -hmm. three or four years, he was the highest paid actor in Hollywood. This was during some NGM days. Right, yeah. And uh, so he, I used to hang around him, and he'd hang around a Loved to talk to the crew. So we were talking to, <laughs> with the crew there one day, and I was just hanging around, listening to everything he said, and uh, he but he, he had recently been born again, religiously. 
mm-hmm. speaking. Yeah. And he's and that's what he talked about. He didn't talk about his RVD. He says, you know, you guys want to be good to go to heaven and and believe in Jesus and all that kind of stuff, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so he kept this on for about five minutes doing this religion. <laughs> A couple of girls that were uh, extras on the show walked by, and he, and he abruptly changed. He said, oh, my God, look at them. <laughs> well, I can't say it, but look at the boobs on that. And he did a complete turnabout. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, I had the opportunity to uh, interview Mickey, but it was right near, you know, toward the end of his, his life. And Did uh, he... Uh, was he rational? Well, that was the thing. I mean, it, it was it was an honor to interview him, believe me. But I, he, I'd asked questions about his movies or shows he was in and things, and he, I could tell he really didn't remember. Uh, so uh-huh. he would sort of skirt around it. But you know, he was yeah. he, he was still good. But but you know, I could tell that he he didn't remember a lot of things. So I didn't push anything. And, you know, like I say, it was an honor to be able to interview him, period. Well, I, I, I sat with him all the time and asked him questions about MGM because I was a big fan of, of Metro Golden Mayor in those days when I was a kid growing up. And uh, he told some wonderful stories about Louis B. Mayer, you know, the mm-hmm. head of MGM, who, uh, who he loved very much and had nothing against him. And he worshipped Judy Garland. He said, just some great things about her. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have loved to have interviewed him, you know, when he remembered everything. That Oh, yeah. It would have been yeah. incredible, yeah. I yeah. would say 60-40 when I did yeah. the movie with him. Yeah, yeah. So, now, as far as your career, do you remember the first paid acting job that you had? Do you remember what that yes. was? Yeah, well, because it sort of stood out. I was <clears throat> I was uh, going to college uh, <clears throat> in San Francisco, and I was a senior, and I had the opportunity to do a guest shot on uh, You Bet Your Life with Groucho Marx. Oh yeah, and uh, and I did it, and it, it it just turned out great. Groucho was great to me, and uh, that was my very first first uh, paid show. Hmm. Uh, in show business, uh, as far as television is concerned. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that you must have, your life. You must have been thrilled being on with, with Groucho Marx. I was thrilled. I was thrilled. Because, you know, that's my forte is comedy, and, and uh, he was one of the best with his brothers, and he was very nice to me. In fact, after, after I did the show, <clears throat> I did five or six episodes of the Carson, uh, Johnny Carson show, and one of the ones I did shortly after I did uh, You Bet Your Life. He was in the audience, and, and he was very nice. He came backstage afterwards and complimented me on my monologue, and uh, it was just wonderful. Yes. Gomer Pyle was first for you uh, before yeah. when you did some uh, other shows. I did a lot, of, a lot of guest shots. Yeah, the guest shots. Yeah. Yeah. I did, uh, I did some where I was just one or two scenes, mm-hmm. and uh, – one I did uh, with Wendell Corey. Remember Wendell Corey, the actor? And the anyway, that sounds familiar. Yeah, you, you know if you saw him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and he uh, he had a, a show in San Francisco. Uh, uh, I can't think of the name of it, but it was a it was a mystery type show. Mm-hmm. And there I did. Uh, actually, I did that before uh, I did the Groucho Marx show, but. Uh, 
<clears throat> that was my very, very, very first uh, foray into uh, television. Yeah. Wow. Hi, this is Gary Berg off on On Screen and Beyond, and I guess I'm pretty beyond. You did over 90 episodes of Gomer Pyle. Uh, yes. What What was it like being on the set with, with the, the gang that was on there? Well, it was wonderful because I I had known Jim before he did all these things. Jim uh, was a singer. You know the story where he sings well and yep. <laughs> talks like a hick. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, 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 and fortunately, he took a liking to me, so we did some uh, – personal appearances together and uh so when we got gober pile uh he brought me along and uh we we just hit it off right there and it was wonderful we it was actually five years of, <clears throat> of just uh, really good times mm-hmm. with uh, sergeant carter who was uh frank uh, frank frank sutton and uh, yeah. yeah frank sutton he was uh, the sad part about it is Frank Sutton passed away way before he should have. Mm. He, uh, I think he went at at sixty. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. He went at, yeah right after Gomer Pyle. He went on the road doing uh, uh, theater, and he we he was in uh, Shreveport doing a, a, a dinner theater there, and in the dressing room he passed away and. Hmm. Um, in, in the dressing room uh, but <clears throat> he was a great guy great guy very professional and uh, had a fairly good sense of humor <laughs> <laughs> well I, i'm surprised he didn't he didn't have high blood pressure because his character was so hyped up it's like you know <laughs> I, I, I was well when you got that you hit that on the on the on the nose because he has very high uh I, I would think blood pressure. He 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 was always he smoked eighteen cigars a day, oh. Brazilian cigars, and he inhaled, and and he never was out without a uh, a cup of hot coffee. So he was very that uh, what at class A is that what they call? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that. So I'm not surprised that he had a heart attack into his dressing room and went. Yeah. It, it it was the set um, fun, you know. What did was were there jo- was there joking around uh, and things? Uh, well, yes and no. Uh, they'd have a lot of guests. Uh, Jim would have guests or play, uh, you know, characters on the Gober Pile. Whenever they had one or two that I uh, knew, uh, that was. A joy. It took five days to do a, an episode, half hour episode. The first two days were uh, usually on a Monday. We'd go in and we'd sit around the table and read the script, and then the writers would uh, listen to us and and we'd leave, and then they'd redo the script and bring it up up to par, like so to speak. And uh, <clears throat> the next day we would go on the set and. Uh, walk through for camera positions, you know, because the cameras are everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday is when we did the, the show. Usually the exteriors were done 
at a place called 40 Acres out by uh, Culver City. And, uh, and then and then the last two days were interiors at the Desi Lukawenga Studios. When you left Gomer Pyle and went to Good Morning World. Well, what happened on that was my manager, a very great guy, Dick Lake, he also managed Andy Griffiths at Jim Neighbors for a while. And uh, he, during the second year of uh, Gomer Pyle, uh, you know, I told you we, we filmed it at Desilu Coinga Studios and there was a lot of films going on there, a lot of series, uh, Dick Van Dyke Show, uh, uh, <clears throat> who else? Oh, Hogan's Heroes. Oh, they did wow. that there. Yeah. And the, the creators of the Dick Van Dyke Show uh, Billy Persky and Sam Danoff, uh, we got along very well on, you know, around the studio. And so they wanted to use me as a star of their own series, Good Morning World, which is a story of two radio personalities. And mm-hmm. uh, so I left uh, after the second year, Gomer Pyle. I said, Jim, I'm going to be a star on my own now. I'm going to do Good Morning World. Thank you for all your help. <laughs> Little did I know I'd be back on Gomer Pyle six months later. Wow. Because our series did not do well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, it, but, it, it but, was a good cast. Had fun. Yeah, it was a good I cast. I got a chance to work with some pros. Billy DeWolf, yes. great actor. And uh, Joby Baker was my co-star. He was a nice guy. <clears throat> and uh, so that's, that's the story. But the ratings were tough we we were opposite uh uh tuesday night at the movies on nbc when it first started doing the you know the first run movies yep. so yep. i pictured every tuesday night everybody in america would say well who are we going to watch tonight ronnie shell or Cary grant <laughs> guess who won <laughs> so <laughs> we didn't do too well already so they canceled us and we and i was lucky enough to return to goer yeah. Yeah. Now you Goldie Hawn was your guest star on there too, right? I'm sorry? Goldie Hawn? She was Goldie Hawn was was a, a go dancer out of uh, Baltimore and uh they brought her in to to be in the in the chorus line of an Andy Griffith special. And these two writers that I told you about, Billy Persky and Sam Dedoff, uh, they loved her. They thought she had great promise, so they uh they signed her up to play my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And we had a great, I think we did 28 of those shows and I got to know Goldie fairly well. And uh, we had a great time. Yeah. What a talent she turned out to be. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. And now you have also done, and this is just ridiculous. The amount of voiceover work that you've done, you've done so many shows. It's incredible. Yeah, I've done a lot. Yeah, did, yeah. I think the the longest thing I did was Battle of the Planets, a hundred and fifty episodes. Wow! And uh, I did that. Uh, my co-star was Casey Kasem. Remember Casey? Yes, Kasem? yes. And uh, Janet Waldo, who was who was originally in uh, a lot of television shows early on, and uh, and that was fun too. That was after Gober. Mm-hmm. And uh, that kept me busy. Yeah. 
of, of all the shows that you've done, whether they were voiceover shows or Gomer Pyle or whatever, any of the guest starring roles, is there, what would be your top three shows that you've done in your career? You know, I've been asked that before and I don't have an answer. I, I everything I did uh, when I was doing it, I loved doing it. And I don't recall ever saying, well, this is going to be my favorite, but all the shows that I did, voiceovers, television, motion pictures, it was just a thrill because uh, I originally didn't didn't think I was going to do as much stuff as I did because I started out uh, <clears throat> when I was in uh, college to be a baseball. I wanted to be a professional baseball player. Oh. And yep. yeah, that's how I thought I was going to go. But uh, I didn't. I didn't make it, obviously. Uh, and, but uh, uh, so anything I did, I enjoyed. So I can't think. I I don't think there was one that was big, more favorable than the uh, the other. Yeah. In the television or motion pictures. Yeah. Now, when you were a kid, were you the class clown in school? Yes. Yes. Always horse I, around. I was. Uh, I was a show off. And I did a lot of things that got me in trouble. I got kicked out of high school twice. Oh, geez. <laughs> Once for on a dare running down the main hallway uh, in wearing only an athletic supporter. <laughs> Ronnie. Uh, I, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I confess. I, I did it to get laughs. I was always funny. And uh, I would do things like write a note to everybody in one of my classes say at at, at, at 9 15 everybody drop a book on the floor <laughs> I, I think of that oh that would still work and so at 9 15 everybody would drop a book on the floor that the teacher couldn't figure out what's going on then they found out it was me who caused it so i did a lot of that stuff where i climbed out the windows or, yeah. So after a while, they just said, it's Ronnie. <laughs> yeah, it's Ronnie. Exactly. People used to, I, I played semi-baseball, semi-pro baseball after <clears throat> or during uh, my college years and stuff like that. And uh, people would come out not to see me play, but to see me act doing my <laughs> my funny stuff. So, Oh, boy. It worked. It worked well for me because I segued into, into comedy on television and motion pictures. Yeah. Now, do you do any stage work now? Yes. I uh, I do about four or five uh, col- uh, co- concerts a year in which I I go to uh, cities. Like I last summer, I was in uh, Cincinnati, and I did two shows. And uh, <clears throat> there it's in, uh, in uh, Arinda, I'm going to be doing some stuff on Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, you know, personal appearance type stuff. Yep. Yep. Cause uh, most of, most of the your actors, they don't have an act, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I was fortunate enough to have an act and, uh, I used it. I used it to my advantage. So I do four or five concerts a year. I'm going to, uh, back home in Indiana, uh, some big concert in Indiana in June. And I'll be doing doing a show there. Wow, that's great! That is really good. And yeah. uh, and uh, of course, uh, you are going to be on May twenty sixth to the twenty eighth. You will be at the Behind the Golden Curtain event in Orinda, California, at the Orinda Theater, celebrating the TV show Golden Girls. 
And uh, I hope that I, I just hope that everybody from the Bay Area who remembers me and those that don't remember me come out and uh, and enjoy because we're going to have a panel. We're going to discuss good uh, uh, the show Golden Girls, and we're going to show some film and stuff like that. It'll be a it'll be a ball. It yeah. really will. Yeah. Now, Ronnie, I want to finish up with one final question. And it takes us away from the event you're going to be at, all the TV shows you've been on, all the the voiceover work you've done. But when you sit back and relax, what are you enjoying on TV? What's your favorite TV shows now and of the past? And what's your favorite movies now and of the past? Well, I have to say good, uh, 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 Gober Pyle you still would watch. be my favorite show because I had a lot of – I was in 99 episodes and I did a lot of uh, comedy and uh, – and uh, and I knew the cast and crew and everything like that, so that that's probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. And uh, movie wise, I did uh, a couple of movies in which Carl Ryder directed, the great Carl Ryder. Yep. And, and that was uh, that was probably a top thrill for me in that area. Mm-hmm. But what? Uh, generally speaking, I just enjoyed it all. Yeah, but I mean, as far as as. Not necessarily ones you were in, but when you're watching TV, what what do you enjoy? What are you watching now? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I misinterpreted what you were saying. Sure, no problem. Uh, okay, I'll tell you. <laughs> I have a favorite television show that that I think was perfect, and I watch it every day, MASH. Yes, yes, classic. That was, uh, uh, looking back, I knew most of the cast so I know looking back that that was a show I could have done and didn't pursue it. But I, I got to watch it afterwards, and I still watch it. It's on twice a, twice a day out here in California, and I watch every night. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just thought it was perfect. I wish I had done it. Yeah. And for the old times, I watch Gunsmoke. Yes, classic show. <laughs> One o'clock. Every day here, yeah, California. Yeah, is there any movies that you that you really enjoy, whether they're new or old? No, I enjoyed all. I I did eighteen movies, and uh, probably the, the most fun I had was doing. Uh, uh, I did six Disney movies, and, and one, uh, the Cat from Outer Space. Yes, uh, yeah, I remember which that. Which I, I I did I did the voice of the cat, and was also a sergeant on on camera, and I had a great time because I. Work with some very funny guys, uh, Terry Morgan, yeah, who later, by the way, was on, on Mash. Mash. Yes, <laughs> uh, but uh, I got to know him very well and very, very friendly. And I was thirteen weeks and McLean Stevenson and Ken Berry and and all the funny characters. Mm-hmm. We had a great time. Yeah, and Jimmy Hampton, wow, was a, became a character actor. Yeah. And uh, so I would say probably the Captain Ross Face was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Ronnie, it's an honor to have you on here. I I mean, you've been on before and it's so great to have you. You tell such great stories. But uh, I want to remind everybody on May 26th to the 28th, be at the California Orinda Theater in Orinda, California. Well, Ronnie, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, I loved it. Thank you. Call me again.
Ronnie Shell, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Thank you so much for joining us, Ronnie. And uh, he's always got so much stuff going on and, and telling us all these great stories that uh, he did, you know, when he was uh, on Gomer Pyle and all the other things he did. And it's always fun to hear from him. And uh, he will be at the... The, the big events, the Behind the Golden Curtain, and uh, that's going to be at the Orinda Theater in Orinda, California, on May 26th through the 28th. So uh, be sure to check him out and uh, get to meet him. You know, that's uh, that's always fun. So that's it. Uh, just so much going on, and uh, we just will... Uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to have at least one more person from that event coming on the show uh, we have one that I'm doing this week, so that one will be coming your way. And there's a couple of others that uh, we haven't heard back yet for if they're going to do it or what. So we're uh, you know, still working things out for you, and hopefully we will have them on too. And, you know, you may get two, three, four more people. Who knows? Uh, but uh, keep listening. Subscribe. Remember, that's the way to do it so you get them right off and you won't miss out on anything right here at On Screen and Beyond. So we appreciate that. Well, that's it. That's a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. So until next time, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemarak. Take care.